Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 it truly does not matter who the host is. Today's Monday, June the 8th of 2020, day 160 of the year, and only 206 days remaining before 2020 is supposed to be over with. Anyways, how are you? Hopefully you had a great weekend. We are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, home of real safety talks. Oh, yeah, real safety talk right here safety at safetyfm.com, safety.fm, and you can also be streaming us right now at safetyfm.tv. Anyways, we are coming to you live and in living color. So how are you doing today? How was your weekend? Did you get to explore and see anything out of the ordinary? Did anything out of the norm occur? A lot of things happening going on. So opposed to us just going straight into my rhetoric nonsense and so on, let's get you into some feature story news right out of the bat here. And that's how we go. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The Indian government's reopening much of the country after a 70-day nationwide lockdown. Cases of COVID-19, however, continue to rise. India has the fifth highest number of coronavirus cases in the world, as Ishan Gurg reports from New Delhi. 
India has registered close to 9,000 daily cases for the past three days. But from Monday, authorities are permitting shopping centers, places of worship, hotels and restaurants to open up. The government has made masks compulsory in public spaces and is advising businesses to sanitize frequently touched services at regular intervals. Experts say the reopening is risky and suggest India could see as many as 15,000 daily cases as a result. Reports suggest that if cases of COVID-19 accelerate after the reopening, the country might be staring at another lockdown in July. Ishan Garg, New Delhi. New rules requiring all people arriving in the UK to self-isolate for 14 days have come into effect. Those arriving by plane, ferry or train, including UK nationals, must provide an address where they will isolate and rule breakers could be fined. FSN's Benji Hire reports from London. Britain is not the first to impose such quarantine measures, though the UK is implementing them just as other EU countries are in the process of opening up. Home Secretary Priti Patel says the laws are designed to prevent a second wave of coronavirus here. But the boss of Europe's largest airline, Ryanair, believes the rules are a political stunt and unenforceable. He, amongst others in the aviation industry, has also warned of devastation for the tourism sector. A large list of people are exempt from the quarantine, including diplomats, lorry drivers, medical workers and fruit pickers. The UK government is in the process of considering securing air bridge agreements with certain countries as well. Benji Hire, London. New Zealand is lifting almost all COVID-19 restrictions with no active cases reported in the country. Borders, however, will remain closed. A majority of Minneapolis City Council has said the local police department should be dismantled. They vowed to make the changes after the city's police department faced several accusations of racism going back years. Jagruti Dave reports from Washington. Council member Jeremiah Ellison said they intended to dismantle Minneapolis Police Department, saying the current system couldn't be reformed. The nine council members who form a majority vote spoke at a rally but did not give further details about their plans. Last week, the state's governor, Tim Waltz, said he had initiated a civil rights investigation of the department. And last Friday, Minneapolis City Council agreed to ban chokeholds. Protests have erupted across the United States after the death of George Floyd in police custody in Minneapolis. Many people are demanding for police reforms, but there are also calls to defund the police. New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio has pledged to cut police funding and move resources to social services. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. Have we told you? Do you know about this? We are looking for the next big safety podcast. This is the contest. Oh, yes, the contest. After producing and creating and interacting with several different artists, podcasters, and broadcasters, we want to offer to you the possibility of becoming the next big safety podcast. podcast. So what do you need to do? Right now, if you go to safetyfm.com forward slash contest, that's safetyfm.com. I'm forward slash contest, you have the possibility of being the next big safety podcast. You and your show could come onto the Safety FM network for the next year. We will host your podcast on our servers. We will give you access to the Safety FM broadcast network and, of course, access to the Safety FM listeners. Come by to the website to enter. That's safetyfm.com forward slash contest. You can enter in daily. This contest is only valid for the United States of America. Please look at contest rules on the website. 
we at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Well, 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 that's what FSN had to share with you. What'd you think? What? How did you feel about that? How was some of that stuff? Now, I keep on getting confused on some of the information that keeps on coming about in regards of defunding the police department. There is a reference to that on the Black Lives Matters website. There, you have to make sure that you're on the correct one because there is another one that actually is just kind of a selling website um, for different items that are available. But if you go there, it talks about defunding the police department. And it doesn't go into a lot of specifics, at least the last time that I checked it, which was over the weekend. And I can find some information outside of the Black Lives Matter website in regards of it, but nothing very specific on what it means. And I think I need to have a better understanding about it. And I think that there might be some other ones of us out there that have the same question. And it's a question worth asking. What exactly does that mean? Does that mean no police departments whatsoever? No police officers at all? Because that's what I want to understand. I want to have a better understanding of that. I mean, what what's your thought process? What do you think when you hear that? What are you coming about with? I mean, there's a lot of questions to be asked there, of course. Don't take it the wrong way. I'm just curious because I want to have a better understanding of what the movement is that they're coming about with that. And, you know, some of the conversation pieces, because I think that that's a lot, a lot that goes in there. And that's where sometimes when we jump in and do some stuff that we don't fully understand, maybe we need to have a better understanding as we proceed forward. Anyway, it's just my thought process, as you already know. So anyways, let's go to the very, 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 very top of the hit list. And let's go through some of the information that you can find readily available that's available throughout the interwebs. Because you know that's important. So we have to discuss that right now. So let's go through it. The $25 billion in stimulus money allocated to the airlines won't be enough to bring bring the sector back to full strength. The deadline for spending restrictions is October the 1st. After that, airlines expect to park fifth of their planes and lay off employees in mass. The restraint in flights has to do in equal measure with the restrictions that make flying legally impossible, as well as general consumers fear to be stuck in germy metal tube for several hours at a time. Anyways, let me ask you the question. When was the last time you took a flight? Have you been traveling as of late? A lot of the people that I get to interact with, They are telling me that they're not flying. They're trying to do everything virtual, if it's possible, opposed to going to a meeting, opposed to doing those things there. Now, of course, that is a conversation for you and I to have um, in that particular regard. How do you feel about it? Would you actually take the opportunity if it was non-emergency to jump onto a plane? I don't know. I still have, till this day, have not traveled via flight. I mean, let's not talk about a car. Of course, I've traveled in a car. Um, But I'm just talking in the particular regards of actually going out there and flying. So how do you feel about it? Was it something that you're worth doing? Also, for the very beginning of this, flights had actually lowered in price significantly. Have you taken a look at a price for a flight as of late? Because they are significantly different than what they once were. And that's the other portion that kind of has surprised me in regards of what the average flight costs now. So that's another thing to think about as we do have these conversations. Anyways, two Buffalo officers filmed on camera pushing a protester to the ground have been charged with second-degree assault. 
The viral video shows one officer shoving the 75-year-old protester to the ground and another walking by as blood trickled from his from the man's head. The man is believed to be recovering. Now, 60 members of the emergency response team that the officers were part of have resigned from the team as of Friday, but st- but stayed on the force. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. In recent days, there have been conflicting reports over whether the resignation were in solidarity with the charged officers or with larger protest movement across the country. So what do you think? Now, I have heard the different ranges there between 57 people to 60 people, and I've heard different different aspects there of some people had resigned because they didn't agree on what was going on with the other two police officers and some resigned because of protest. I don't know. I cannot get 100% confirmation around the, you know, around the corner here out of the different things that I was able to find. Cause of course that's always the discussion point. So this is where the trick question comes about. What's your belief system of it? Do you think that they did it because they were standing with their fellow officers, or do you think they did it because of the movement that's going on? I mean, that's something to think about. But what do I know? I'm just a guy behind a microphone. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. A tornado in Florida left 2,000 without power on Sunday as Tropical Storm Cristobal heads north from the Gulf of Mexico. The storm itself is expected to hit Louisiana, but its effects are already hitting hard on the other southern states. Now, I'll tell you, when it came to the tornado thing, it did happen. It was about 15 miles from where we were located at the time. So it was pretty interesting seeing all that stuff. Friend of mine, actually, it did hit directly into his neighborhood. So there was some destruction in that area. Thankfully, he's okay. But it was kind of interesting just seeing a lot of the stuff that was going on. Because I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. I'm always kind of concerned on what to do when it comes to some of that information and when it comes to some of those things, because you never know what's going to happen. So, of course, those are always conversational pieces to have. Um, So hopefully, you know, for the most part of the people that are actually were in the area, things are okay for, you know, for what was going on. I never know how to respond back to some of these things. Anyways, let's continue down Minneapolis. Minneapolis. I, I, I almost want to tell you a joke about Minneapolis, about how some people say it, but I won't, um, just to be on the safe side. Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Frey didn't give a jeering crowd the satisfaction of a commitment to defund the police force there, as the mob wanted none of it. In response, they shouted at him at the stage, shouting, shame, shame, shame. And just in case you didn't understand it, they were yelling shame. They yelled the word shame. The founder of the Black Lives Matters Minneapolis chapter tells Intercept, a world without police means that everybody has what they need to survive and what they need to, to live healthy lives. It means we have the money that we need for education, healthcare, housing, and workers' rights. Meanwhile, the Minneapolis Common Council announced Sunday nine of its 13 members agreed to move forward with plans, details to be determined, to defund the police department. The nine members would make a veto-proof majority against Mayor Frey. And yet, later Sunday, Frey said that he rejects the idea, but will work with work for deep structural reform and addressing systemic racism in police culture. Also happening, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Sunday that he plans to have a plan to 
reduce funding to the New York Police Department by July 1st budget deadline. So a lot of stuff going on with defunding the police department. Now, is you know, I already mentioned it at the very beginning of the show, so I will mention it again. I need to have a very clear understanding. Does this mean no police whatsoever? Because, you know, there there's a lot of strange things that come to my head as we have the conversation, as it is brought up, because what does that mean? What does that mean exactly? How does that new world look? What will change? What will happen? Because that's what I need to understand. And I think that a lot of us need to understand that, or at least have a better understanding. And maybe that's some of the questions to ask for some of these people that are actually going out for election. What does defunding the police department mean? Duh. Because I truly do not understand it. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So have you heard about this one? This one's pretty interesting. People near the Golden Gate Bridge have heard a bizarre humming sound in recent days. Video of the phenomenon have popped up online, but the curious issue has a straightforward answer. New sidewalk rails on the bridge have a slight that makes noise as the wind blows around them. Of course, there's been all kinds of conspiracy theories, as you probably are aware already, in regards to what people thinking that that noise is being caused by. And of course, with the unidentified flying phenomena that has actually popped up as of recent, you can imagine what some of those conspiracy theories are. Now, that's something to think about as you do this. So, of course, the conspiracy of the conspiracy continues to be a thing. There's so many conspiracy theory websites that we could be here for such a long period of time as we have this discussion. And then, of course, there always is a thing comes about of, well, some of the conspiracies are real and people just don't want to listen. At least that's what I find online. I don't know if it's true. What do you think? Duh. Duh. Uh, so, I mean, there, then some people go, well, sometimes if you think about it, conspiracies become real. It becomes the real gig, the real thing. I look at it and go, okay, cool. There's a lot of stuff there. There's a lot of stuff that comes about. So I don't know. I look at it and there's so many different things. There's so many rabbit holes, as I tell people, that you can go down as you start looking at some of this stuff. Anyways, a star 4,000 light years away from Earth is believed to have a planet in the hospitalized zone that is about half the size of Earth. The star Kepler-160 emits visible light, not just radiation, and it is close temperature to our sun. There are two giant planets believed to be orbiting, but a third one suggests planet near Earth's size that could have the surface temperature that would support life. I don't know. The more stuff that I look into space, the more and more interesting things become for me. The more and more interesting things have become. You know, we could sit here and talk about element 115, and I think that that could become a very interesting conversation if you want to take a look and go down that path and then talk about Bob Lazar. I want to do some research on that one. Bob Lazar, element 115. You might be a little bit impressed. I would look back into 1989 to be exact about it, but, you know, that's just a conversation piece to have a conversation piece because that's what we're talking about. But a lot of things there, a lot of things there when you start looking into the space stuff. But talking about space, let's talk about some of our favorite space cadets. Well, 
at least a man with a dream. Elon Musk says that he still indeed, well, he still intends at least to send cargo ships to Mars in 2022. That would support man tripped in 2024, the next time Earth and the Red Planet will favorably align in terms of distance. Here's his plan. Earth and Mars align every 26 months or so. Musk anticipates that about dozen transfer windows on Twitter to set up the infrastructure for th thriving human civilization there, which means a full-fledged self-sustaining human Mars city could be done by 2015 or now 2015. <laughs> 2050 2050 2050 Duh. just in case if you didn't hear me right the first time because it sounded like i said 2015 because i did anyway so 2050 must says that it took about 4.5 billion years to get to this point and civilization isn't looking super stable thus the importance for the rush to interplanetary human spread so Let's kind of do the future self question here and let's jump and say that everything's kind of copacetic and that we're able to move and do some different things. If you were able to live in a different planet by 2050, would you do it? Would you give it some consideration? Would you do some stuff that would be out of the ordinary to be able to live possibly somewhere extraordinary? I don't know. Just a question that I'm presenting to you here today, because that's what I do around here. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. The U.S. Labor Department estimated about $26 billion in wasted benefits as fraudsters get their hands on checks meant for well-being in unemployed people. As of last week, more than 20 million Americans were actively receiving government benefits. And we kind of knew that this was going to be a thing. We had a conversation as of recent of how the unemployment portion was going and how some of that was taking place. So we kind of knew how that was going to happen. And of course, unfortunately, there's always people that do the, the shitty stuff, the fraud stuff. And that's unfortunate to hear, especially during this time of what we have going on, but it's also a real part of the conversation. So let's not lie to each other and say, hey, this does not happen. So this is according to what's going on with the U.S. Department of Labor. In this time of societal unrest, you might want to live somewhere you can take anywhere. What? Live somewhere you can take anywhere. Yeah. A company called Urban Tiny has just has a solution for you. At a 7,363-pound home measuring 8 by 2 feet and 14 by 1 feet tall and about 24.3 feet long that goes just about anywhere. The cost of the home, $60,000. Designer thinks just about the mid-sized truck or SUV could easily haul the home. Right now, it's just in the Australia market, though, so it might be some time before I get here. But also, wouldn't you almost call that like a fifth wheel? Wouldn't you call that like an RV? Couldn't you even um, possibly even call that a trailer in that particular regards? I don't know. I don't know. So anyways, let's get into the swampland. I have to call it something else besides politics because I don't know what the hell to even to, to think about anymore. So here we go. Let's kind of take it from the top. A CNN average of live 
interview polls has Joe Biden with 51% favorable numbers, worth noting that Hillary Clinton never did better than 42% in the same model. In the battleground states of Wisconsin, he's up nine points, 49 to 40. In Michigan, he's up eight points, 49 to 41. In Pennsylvania, he's up eight, 50 to 42. Insiders close to former President George W. Bush tells New York Times that he won't be supporting President Trump for the re-election. Senator Mitt Romney is also doubting he'll back Trump, but isn't planning on voting for Biden either. As in this case... With Cindy McCain, though, she didn't hold office. Her last name still holds some sway in parts of the GOP. Also out of Trump world, former Bush aide Colin Powell on CNN Sunday that he told Jake Tapper that Trump has drifted away from the Constitution. So a lot of stuff going on there in regards to what was going on with the weekend with some things coming up about the president course i always tell people you need to have your own political point of view i can only give you the information that pops up in what we'll call the swamp from time to time or comes up in the news something to think about i know that some people don't like talking about politics i think that sometimes it is a better idea not to do so but there is such so many different things going on right now at the moment that are politically driven that i feel that we need to talk about this this is where the thought emporium can come about and you can start thinking about some things there because there's a lot of thoughts you should have. There's a lot of recommendations and things you should look into as we do move forward. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery because we have to do that. The lottery is important. Okay, maybe it's not super important, but I like to talk about it anyways. No winner for Friday night's Mega Million drawing. Tuesday's drawing will be for $420 million jackpot or $308 million cash payout. No winner for Saturday night's Powerball drawing. Wednesday's drawing will be for $22 million or $22 million jackpot or $16.7 million cash payout. I would normally tell you about the box office right now. But there's nothing to share about the box office because only theaters have started to open recently and not all theaters are open. So maybe I'll give you some information just like this. Those so-called winners don't go to court. They settle for less because they need the money more than you do. I use the courtroom to right the wrongs so you and your family get everything you deserve, not a quick settlement. We get better results because I'm a real trial lawyer. Not a TV salesman. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. So let's talk about it because, you know, you've requested it. You've asked for it. So you want to know more about it. Were you a Looney Tunes fan when you were younger? Well, I got some info for you. Elmer Fudd can no longer carry. Yeah, you heard me correctly there. According to Deadline and the updated version of Looney Tunes streaming on HBO Max, that's HBO Max, Fudd won't be allowed to carry his rifle. While he will still be a hunter, he will instead use something else. Instead of a rifle, the modifications in the response of the U.S. gun violence. So that will be taking place right away. So you'll be able to see that, that he will no longer have a gun. So there you go with that one. 
Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see some other information going on around the world here. Yeah. Elton John reportedly paid for his ex-fiance's knee replacement during the coronavirus lockdown. According to Mirror, when the legendary singer first started out, his fiance Linda Hannon was was paying the rent, bills, and for the food. He would leave her three weeks before their wedding. So when she was informed that she would need a knee replacement, which would require five weeks off of work, she decided to call in a favor. According to the outlet, Hannon emailed John's management, got no reply, so she reached out to Mayor for help. The publication said that they relayed her story to Elton's team, and they responded almost immediately, saying that he would be delighted to help. Hannon said that she is thrilled to thrilled to bits that he is offering to help her. So some good information there. Interesting information, to say the least. Anyways, let's go through this. J.K. Rawlings is feeling the heat after posting a series of anti-trans tweets over the weekend. The controversy began when the Harry Potter author commented on the article of from DeVex titled, Opinion Creating More Equal Post-COVID-19 World for People Who Menstruate. Rolling tweeting, people who menstruate. I'm sure that there's... There used to be a word for those people. Those people help me out. Woman, whippon, whoopum. Yeah, different three words there, which make no sense to me. Twitterverse immediately called comments anti-trans and transphobic and transgender people. Non-binary people and gender non-comforting people can also menstruate. Rowling replied by criticizing the idea that someone's biological sense isn't real. So some things to think about there. Coming out of the Twitterverse and coming out of the celebrity section. Celebrity section, pretty interesting that you guys have requested it, but shit, I'm going to give it to you because that's what you want. Fans were stunned to see Madonna at Black Lives Matters protests in London over the weekend. The 61-year-old joined fellow celebrities Anthony Joshua and Boris Becker to protest the killing of George Floyd. Many fans took to Twitter to praise Madge for always being on the right side of history. So something to think about is if you are a Madonna fan. And if that's something that's interesting to you. Anyways, did you hear about this with Ryan Seacrest? Got to share this. Ryan Seacrest is looking to make some life cycle changes. Here we go. The 45-year-old who has been filming live with Kelly and Ryan from his Los Angeles home, as well as his many other hosting gigs, is reporting looking to permanently return to California. A source told Closer Weekly, Seacrest has nothing against New York, but he feels that he is healthier in L.A. The move would mean leaving his role as the co-host of the ABC talk show. So something to think about, because as you are aware, Ryan Seacrest is on many shows. He, besides that he does video, he also does network stuff. He also does a radio show. Does a couple radio shows, to be a matter of fact. So something to think about if that would be a pretty significant change. If that was to occur. Anyways, let me tell you what's coming out of the MMA world. If you haven't heard of this one, Conor McGregor is done. Probably the biggest star in MMA. The famed Irish fighter announced that his retirement on Twitter over the weekend writing, Hey guys, I've decided to retire from fighting. Thank you all for the amazing memories. What a ride it's been. USC president said that he isn't surprised by the news about Conor. Now, I will have to tell you, though, this is the third time that Conor McGregor has retired from MMA, from MMA, just in case if you're following along at home. Some people are saying in the background that the reason that he is retiring again is because he has a contract dispute of a potential interim title fight, and that's why he's decided not to do so. 
Anyways, this today I have decided to go back again to the days of the week that you can celebrate. Now, you can tell me if you think this is too early. If it is too early, I will stop doing it. But I figured that we could give it a shot right now and go from there. Anyway, so days of the years that you can celebrate today. National Best Friends Day. National Name Your Poison Day. And National Upsy Daisy Day. I don't even know what the hell that is. What is National Upsy Daisy Day? Does anybody celebrate that? Something to think about, of course. Some birthdays coming up, just so you are aware. Maria Menudos turns 42 today. Kanye West, 43. Bonnie Taylor, 69. Nancy Sinatra, daughter of Frank Sinatra, just in case if you didn't know, turns 80. And then born on this day, unfortunately, he just recently passed. Jerry Stiller was born on this day in 1927. Anyways, you have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show, but you already know that. But let me tell you some important stuff, just in case if you have forgotten, and not because I totally messed up on Friday, just so you are aware. But we did not talk about the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. And this is something that's near and dear to my heart. And I think that if you are suffering from depression, if you are having suicidal thoughts, this is a conversation that we need to have. So right now, If you are having any of these thoughts, please contact 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. That's the the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, or you can go to suicidepreventionlifeline.org. They have a chat box available right there for you, and they will be able to assist and have some conversations with you if you so desire to do so. If not, you can also go to this other different website that's called To Write Love on Her Arms. And they're there to be able to provide you with resources that are available in your local area. So you can contact either one, and they will be able to assist you from that particular portion there. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. And thank you for enjoying real safety talk here at Safety FM, because I think that that's important as well. Anyways, I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.